Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, offering insights and practices for spiritually conscious living today with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien from the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California. To ask questions or join the discussion, email us at yogahour at unity.fm. Now, here's your host, Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. Welcome to the Yoga Hour, our time to open our hearts and our minds to the infinite. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien, and I'll be sharing with you today some insights and practices from the spiritual tradition of yoga, the ancient science of self and God realization. Yoga is a Sanskrit word familiar to many today, but not all are aware of its deep spiritual meaning. It refers to oneness, union, or unity, meaning bringing our attention and our awareness to rest in our essential spiritual nature, being restored to our original wholeness. Yoga is abiding in the conscious awareness of our true self. It is self-realization. It is knowing this spiritual nature and then, of course, living in harmony with it. We are continuing in this series of conversations about the uh, inspiration found in the Bhagavad Gita. And today's topic is Selfless Action, Wisdom and Divine Love, Kriya Yoga and the Gita. And joining us today is our honored guest, Swami Atma Vidyananda. Upon uh, completion of his degree in mechanical engineering, he met Paramahansa Hariharananda, and with his blessings, he was initiated into Kriya Yoga in 1994 in India, and after completing his professional responsibilities in 2002, he dedicated his life full-time to the cause of spiritual practice and joined the Hariharananda Gurukulam in Baligai under the auspices of Paramahansa Pragnana. Ananda. And under the directions of his master, Paramahansa Pragnananda, uh, Swami Atma Vijananda has traveled outside India uh, now since 2006 to teach Kriya Yoga in the West. Uh, he was ordained a monk in the Giri monastic order in February of 2009 and given his name, Swami Atma Vijananda, which means the bliss of self-knowledge. While primarily dedicated to the cause of Kriya Yoga, he is also an expert in astrology, Eastern and Western scriptures, and other ancient yogic practices and Vedic ritual ceremonies. Welcome, Swami Atma Vijananda. We're so delighted to have you uh, with us on the Yoga Hour today. Thank you, and welcome to all of the listeners Good morning to all. I bow to divinity within each one of you. Thank you, Swamiji. Before we start our conversation about inspiration we find in the Bhagavad Gita, let's begin with just a moment of prayer and meditation. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
we open our hearts and our minds now divine omnipresence one reality all by many names is the support and the substance of all that is so we can recognize that right where we are in this very moment right where we are god is this divine reality is present fully present as you as me as everyone and everything around us and between us within us beyond us so at this moment let us just use our breath as a vehicle to take our attention within so as you breathe in feel that you are diving within into this ocean of god into the realization of divine omnipresence breathing out letting go of any concerns any thought activity simply letting it go and let your mind sink into your heart as we come centered within we can witness thoughts and witness feelings arising and passing away become aware of our essential nature which is beyond words and thoughts beyond all change and phenomena pure existence being and as we become aware of this eternal reality as our essential nature we find that peace fills our hearts and our minds just be aware of that peace breathing into it and let us inwardly agree to abide in this divine peace today and to let it overflow as refreshment for all beings everywhere In our first segment of the program this morning we'll look at Kriya Yoga the goal and the way Kriya Yoga as taught by Paramahansa Yogananda ji and the lineage of spiritual masters both before and after him is focused on self and god realization as the primary goal of life in other words remembering that we are here to awaken to our spiritual nature to know the truth uh, of what we are and then to live in harmony with that truth and one of the um interesting and i think attractive elements of the bhagavad gita that makes it so accessible for people in the world um today is that its setting as a battlefield is an allegory for life in the world and the struggle or the battle that we experience to be able to live in the highest way to realize our true nature and then to actualize it in the world um so let's take a look at how this lo- um life goal of self realization is seen in the gita and some of the ways that we are directed by the teachings of the gita to know the truth about life swami ji how do you see this highest goal of living um represented in the bhagavad gita yeah the principal goal of human life is to attain self realization and in bhagavad gita when arjuna is in dilemma and he does not want to perform his duties as a warrior because of his infatuation and lord krishna has shown him the way right in the middle of the battlefield these teachings of bhagavad gita which are direct teachings for our day to day life because we all are like arjuna in the battlefield of life we are struggling 
constantly to overcome our weaknesses to overcome our negatives and uh, fight with our own weaknesses so lord is with us and this is a very useful teaching in our day to day life the central teaching of uh, bhagavad gita is to live in this world and realize the self and that is why in the second chapter when arjun is telling uh, lord krishna that it is better to beg instead of killing my own relatives and then lord is scolding in sweet words telling that this does not befit you as a warrior and you should perform your duty as per your dharma in whatever stage of life we are we can attain self realization through selfless action through contemplation and complete surrender to god and uh, if we see the uh, chapters of bhagavad gita there are three principal uh, yogas which are mentioned in uh, bhagavad gita from chapter 1 to chapter 6 it speaks about karma yoga the path of selfless service chapter 6 to 12 it is gyana yoga the path of knowledge and the rest chapter 13 through 18 it is about bhakti yoga the path of devotion wherein we see the divinity in everything we perceive and we dwell constantly on our highest truth and these yogas are the means which purify us and remove the layers of ignorance that have covered the self and we we know we we um we see these uh, various paths of yoga that are reflected in the bhagavad gita and uh today especially um since you are also in this tradition of kriya yoga as i am and we are looking at the bhagavad gita through the through the light of uh kriya yoga um let's take a moment to talk about kriya yoga in in particular because um it it is helpful to understand you know how these different aspects of the teachings of kriya yoga are actually um offered to us in the bhagavad gita so let's start first with defining um what kriya yoga is and then you know looking at how we see uh this path of kriya yoga reflected in the teachings of the gita you have already um pointed that out but but let's do it more specifically so um how how do you define kriya yoga and then how do you see that um this way this path of kriya uh reflected or taught in the gita in kriya yoga there are two words kriya and yoga kriya also we can split this word in sanskrit as kri and ya kri refers to all our daily work or activities performed in the material world since morning till night we go to the bed we perform many activities so all these activities are called kri and this has come from sanskrit root verb kru means to do and the other syllable which is ya it refers to the enjoyer of the action so we can say that kriya is action and ya is the soul or the self my gurudev said that if ya does not breathe from above you cannot proceed in any action so ya is the divine power of god every action kri is being performed by the invisible power of god and that is ya so we can say any activity which reminds us of the presence of god is kriya or to perceive divinity in every action is kriya and the other word yoga yoga has more than 32 meanings in sanskrit language but simplest meaning of yoga is the union of gross body form with the formless soul and at the same time it is the union of individual soul with the supreme soul or god the other meanings of yoga we can say that uh, yoga means discipline in the patanjali yoga sutra first chapter first verse it is said yoga means discipline mm-hmm. yoga means also meditation yoga means the state of realization where our individual ego is completely 
eliminated. So we will take this simplest meaning of yoga is union and union is possible when there are two. So there is a union in all of us. It is the union of form and formless, the body which has a form and the soul or the self which is formless. Mm-hmm. Even suppose I am talking to you at this moment, I am speaking and you are listening. And this is union of ideas. Suppose I look at you, so this is the union of eyes. So in each and every activity of our life, there is yoga, there is union. And we see um, in the Bhagavad Gita, of course, there, and we'll be talking more in the next segments about these different avenues or ways to experience this union. But I want to point out um, the promise that is in the Bhagavad Gita in uh Chapter 7, it occurs, and and also in the 18th chapter, this promise that is spoken by Lord Krishna representing the Divine Self, who says um, to Arjuna, the seeking soul, hear this, how by practicing yoga with the mind absorbed in me, taking refuge in me, you shall know me completely. There is no doubt about this. And, you know, this statement... Uh, of course, is encouraging that, you know, this yoga, this self-realization, this ability to uh, know self and God-realization, to know that this truth and to abide in it is is encouraging. And for some, you know, it is really a very radical statement, this promise that we can know God that uh, we can know God directly and we can know the truth. Um, And this, of course, is a strong uh, emphasis on this path of Kriya Yoga, that it is possible um, for us all to awaken uh, and to know God. Do you find that also, Swamiji, this emphasis in Kriya Yoga? Yeah, in Kriya Yoga, it is the integration of uh, three paths, the path of action, path of uh, devotion, and path of knowledge. Because the definition of Kriya Yoga is in the Patanjali Yoga Sutra, second chapter, first verse. It is the integration of these three. Uh, first word is Tapaha, which is called the discipline of body and mind. Second word is Swadhyaya, which means the study of self. That means self-enquiry. Who am I? What is the purpose of my life? What is my relationship with God? And then the third word, which is Ishwar Pranidhana, that indicates the unconditional love for God. In the chapter 7, verse 3, when it is said that it is uh, among thousands of beings, scarcely one strives for perfection. So, this statement... It warns us that spiritual path is not a bed of roses, but it mm-hmm. is a difficult path. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is a caution that uh, because when we fight with our weaknesses and our enemies which are inside us, this battle is continuous for our entire life until we attain self-realization. You know, many people start the journey but live in the middle as there are dis- distractions, temptations on this path. Just like Arjuna prepared for this battle many years during his exile and after much deliberation, he came to the battlefield to fight and now he doesn't want to fight with his mm-hmm. own weaknesses. And that's why there's a uh, warning that don't think this is just a part-time job or one-day job. It is a constant <laughs> struggle. Exactly. And and that focus is necessary. Yoga is an intentional way of living. And when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about the way of devotion and how that can help us stay focused on the spiritual path. You're listening to the Yoga Hour with guests this morning, Swami Atma Vidyananda. We'll be right back. We'd like to take a moment to encourage you, as part of our Unity Online radio family of listeners, to support this ministry through a love offering. 
For your convenience, you can make one-time or recurring monthly donations. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for your support. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. The present moment is the point of action in my life, my opportunity to create my bliss. There is no need to ruminate on the past or daydream about the future when I can do something constructive with the now. Taking advantage of the present moment is like waking up in the morning. I'm no longer in a dreamlike state. Instead, I'm fully awake and aware of what is before me. Why postpone the life I desire? Right here and right now, I can begin creating it. That may mean making a business plan, enrolling in school, or moving a relationship to the next level. Whatever my dreams, I can advance them in the present moment. Guided and supported by God, I live my best life now. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word Digital Magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your host, Dale Worley, is alive with the Spirit of God each Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Listening to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. We now return to the Yoga Hour. Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien and I'm joined today by Swami Atma Vijananda from Kriya Yoga International. Their website is www.kriya.org. And um, there you will find out about their uh, masters in their tradition. And they have centers across the uh, U.S. and also internationally. So Kriya.org. In the last segment, we were just concluding with that verse uh, that is in the seventh chapter, the third verse, that says, Among thousands of beings, scarcely one strives for perfection. And even among those who strive and among those who are accomplished, scarcely one knows me as I am. And... um, Swamiji was commenting that, you know, this verse is one to remind us um, that it takes dedication on on the path, um, that there are many distractions along the way. And so we are well advised at the outset to know that we this takes dedication and commitment and focus and divine grace as well. Um, my uh, guru, Roy Eugene Davis, in writing about this particular verse, always says, this is encouraging <laughs> because if it, te- it tells us that, w- that it is possible that those who strive um, can realize. And if it is possible for one, you know, instead of looking at, you know, okay, many don't make it, we should look at the one that does and say, um, as so many of the masters in Kriya Yoga have said, I will be that one. And so uh, we can we can look at it in that way to say, I will bring forth the commitment <clears throat> that is required. And we find, of course, um, having a regular spiritual practice is part of the commitment that we need. And that uh, meditation 
is uh, an essential part of that. Um, Swamiji, what do you see um, about this role of meditation uh, with Kriya Yoga and and as it is uh, represented in the Bhagavad Gita? Well, before this question, I will also uh, give another word of assurance from Lord Krishna. It is in 2nd chapter 40th verse when Lord Krishna is assuring that a little practice on this path can save one from great danger. So, strong desire for liberation will take us to the goal of self-realization. Mm, that's a beautiful promise, yes. So, in Kriya Yoga, it is the ancient and scientific technique of meditation. We, the individual beings, are finite in this body and God is infinite. We cannot experience union with God unless we become infinite. In Kriya Yoga meditation, our finite consciousness expands to infinite and we merge with cosmic consciousness. And this is achieved by practicing a special breath regulation technique which is also mentioned in Bhagavad Gita 4th chapter 29th verse and 5th chapter 27th verse. And in this verse explains that when the mind calms down, one can go deeper into meditation and go beyond thought, beyond the play of triple divine qualities. One can go beyond the uh, realm of uh, our body consciousness as well as the world sense. There is no thought, there is no uh, ego and we can just remain in this state of complete peace and bliss and that is divinity. I would say the simple answer is breath and mind both are correlated and causally connected and this is supported by another scripture, Hatyog Pradipika. In second chapter, second verse, it is said that when the breath is uh, calm and quiet, our mind is also calm and quiet. If the breath is restless, our mind is also restless. It says that if you regulate the breath, we can control the mind. We can observe this also in our daily lives. With each disposition of our mind, our breath changes. When our breath is very slow and feeble, our mind is tranquil and we can meditate in a peaceful state of mind. Mm. Meditation cleanses our mind and it leads us to a state of constant union with God. Mm. And if you remember in the 6th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna has given some instructions how to meditate how to sit for meditation and where to concentrate. So Lord Krishna has practiced and taught Kriya Yoga to Arjuna and his another disciple Uddhava in the Holy Bhagavatam. Yeah, and the sixth chapter is really a beautiful manual for how to meditate. As you say, you know, covering every detail, you know, the, the how to sit, how to focus attention, and so forth, and what the goal of uh, meditation is. And we're, we're really moving our attention and awareness from being identified with, as you say, the finite self, uh, and expanding our awareness into the infinite uh, reality, our, our essential nature. So Kriya Yoga encourages us to meditate, also to use our intellect to discern what is true and make wise choices. Um, but it also encourages us to balance our intellect with divine love and surrendered devotion. So we must use our hearts as well as our minds on the spiritual path. Swamiji, why would you say that devotion is important uh, on this path of Kriya Yoga for a devotee of God? Uh, in our lives, we have three H. H, the letter H in English. First H denotes the hand which is the symbol of activity. The second edge is the head, which is symbol of our mind, our thoughts, and our head. And the third edge is the heart, which is the place of devotion. And Kriya Yoga in, is integration of these three together. Why devotion is important? Because to me, without devotion, which is called the divine love for God, the practice becomes mechanical. 
and it may give us some physical benefits like ex- mechanical exercise it may give us some good health better memory but for self realization we need to have devotion devotion is the essence the divine love is the essence behind our practice devotion is the highest and uh, positive emotion where there's no expectation when the emotions are transformed it becomes devotion mm. my master uh, paramans uh, hariharanan ji used to say without action you cannot have knowledge and without knowledge you cannot love god so mm. there has to be integration of these three h in practice and that is why sage patanjali has mentioned love for god ishwar pranidhana word more than the word yoga in his yoga sutra and all the paths ultimately they go to the state of highest devotion and that and that highest devotion is that devotion that takes one to the experience of uh self and god realization uh, roy eugene davis has written in his commentary on the bhagavad gita it is possible to realize god by devotion alone for this the devotee needs to yearn to know god and surrender all erroneous beliefs and illusions about god so that spiritual growth can spontaneously occur and uh, then he writes you know very uh, poignantly to love god from a distance remaining in a self-conscious state thinking of god as removed from the soul is not sufficient to cause adjustments of states of consciousness that allow authentic spiritual growth so you know when we speak of devotion uh, as a path of yoga there is this encouragement that it be taken you know um to the height of realization so that it is not uh simply a worship of some idea or something that we consider other but it becomes the opening into this infinite awareness of god you know as our life and i i think you know that also it is important to understand that that this kriya yoga is a way of balanced living and so you know as you as you mentioned swamiji you know if one becomes an adept at meditation um but there is no love in the heart <laughs> then the practice can be very mechanical and in the same way you know if one studies the scriptures and is uh very insightful about the nature of reality um this is very good too but there is the potential of becoming too uh imbalanced and possibly even arrogant uh with the idea you know sometimes it can prop up the ego i know this <laughs> so but you know it, if you have devotion in there then there is surrender uh surrender to god letting go of this of this a uh, false sense of i uh and this can be very helpful to us on our path and uh of course devotion is a way to help us realize our divine qualities tell us about that swamiji how devotion can help transform our character as i told that uh, we all have emotions and we have to transform these emotions into devotion and surrender is the act of offering ourselves we cannot surrender to any unknown person so we have to establish first a relationship with god in any form for example arjuna had relationship with lord krishna as friend lord hanuman took himself as a humble servant of lord rama mother mira loved lord krishna as husband jesus loved god as father so our devotion helps us to establish this relationship with god and uh, we can say that surrender means to give our ownership to relinquish control over what we consider ours our property our time and our rights when we surrender to god we are simply acknowledging that we are that we own actually whatever we own actually it belongs to god he is the giver of all things we are responsible to care for what god has given us 
as managing trustee of his property. But by surrendering to God, we admit that he is ultimately in control of everything, including our present circumstances. Surrendering to God helps us to let go of whatever has been holding us back from God's best for our lives. Mm-hmm. And when we are devoted to God, and when we completely surrender ourselves to God, then there is no self-effort. What happens in the beginning of our practice, there is some self-effort and our surrender is half-surrender. Like Arjuna surrender in <laughs> chapter 2nd, 7th verse, when he is telling Lord Krishna that I am your disciple and please discipline me. So there is a surrender, but it is not complete. <laughs> because if it is complete surrender, there should be no question or doubt. But from chapter 2nd until 17th, Arjuna is still asking questions. Mm-hmm. So a state comes in every seeker's life when he feels that I'm completely helpless and I cannot do anything more on my own. And then the devotee completely surrenders to his beloved God and then God takes him in his lap. So thus, Arjuna's surrender in 18th chapter 73rd verse is a complete surrender when he is telling, my delusion is destroyed, mm-hmm. I have regained my lost memory of who am I, I am free from all doubts and I shall follow whatever you say, mm-hmm. not what I think. <laughs> so, yes. So yes. after this surrender, there is no question or doubt in Arjuna. So devotion is the essence which keeps our momentum for a spiritual practice. Um, that is a, a beautiful explanation of how we can see this flower of devotion opening, you know, through the story in the Bhagavad Gita. I was chuckling a little bit as you were describing this way um, of awakening, you know, as it comes in stages, usually happens that way for people. And so, of course, early on, you know, we find Arjuna saying, you know, I am your disciple, teach me. And then right after he says that, he says, you know, I'm not going to fight. And so, you know, <laughs> Like, teach me, I'm not going to do what you say. And then, you know, and then there's the path of of coming, you know, the yearning is strong. And so the questions come. And, of course, it's so beautiful because they are our own questions uh, as well. And, you know, we find this surrender is really, it's ultimately, you know, letting go of the illusion that, that we are separate from God, um, letting go of that clinging to the idea of a of the false self, and uh, coming to recognize God as our life, and then and then living in God. And you know, sometimes people are afraid of this idea of surrender. You know, they think it means uh, somehow. Um, they will lose power, they will be lost, um, but in, tr- <laughs> in, in truth, we, we are found, and all the power of God then can come into our lives. But, you know, it can be um, a step-by-step journey uh, along the way to this ultimate surrender, as we have shown, uh, been shown in the Bhagavad Gita. And uh, we find, uh, too, many verses that give the descriptions of the devotee of God, the divine qualities um, that are within us. And in the um, 12th uh, chapter in the Yoga of Devotion, um, it, it, it describes the practitioner of yoga who has no ill will toward anyone, who is friendly and compassionate, free from attachments to possessions, free from egotism or arrogance, indifferent to both unpleasant and pleasurable experience, and patient, who is always contented and even-minded, who is self-controlled, has firm conviction, whose mind and intellect is fixed on me, and who is devoted to me, is dear to me. And this description goes on, you know, one who's free from cravings and anxiety, who is um, neither causes distress or is distressed by others or circumstances, and so on and so forth. So we find, you know, that as you have described, Swamiji, that this surrender is really the highest freedom. Yeah. And you know, this, 
this sense that um, you know this fear that somehow it's a loss. It is really this gain of our true freedom. Yeah, these are very beautiful qualities which Lord has explained in all these verses. And they are a practical guide that uh, how step by step we can prepare ourselves for this uh, goal of self-realization. Uh, when we are devoted to God, we accept everything as the will of God. We become the instruments in the hands of God. And uh, if you read the 11th uh, chapter of Bhagavad Gita, 33rd verse, where Lord is telling that arise and conquer your foes, enjoy the affluent kingdom. And these warriors stand here are already slain by me and you are just only an instrument. Mm -hmm. So this state comes that uh, we feel that we are just instrument and instrument has no choice. And this is the quality of surrender uh, which helps us to remain unaffected in pain and pleasure in in all the dualities. Mm. Surrender means I am insignificant, humble servant of God. And I'm totally dependent on God. And, and there's our- such, such freedom in that. And when we come back, we're just getting ready to go for a break now. And when we come back, we'll talk about um, a little bit about action, about karma yoga. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien, and you're listening to the Yoga Hour with special guest today, Swami Atma Vijananda. Uh, we'll be right back with you. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus took time for prayer, contemplation, and conversation with God. This example of Jesus struggling to accept the path before him has inspired humanity through the ages just as Jesus prepared himself for his final ordeal and ultimate triumph, I prepare myself for challenges with prayer. I affirm the aspects of my personal and spiritual nature that I want to express more fully. At the same time, I am fearless in examining the ways I do not yet apply those qualities in daily life. By staying prayed up, I make wise choices in all that I think, say, and do. Every challenge becomes an opportunity for new growth and transformation, and every blessing becomes a lesson in the power of prayer. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word digital magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, words from our past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio Talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. If you have a question, please submit it via email at yogahour at unity.fm and we will respond. Now, back to the Yoga Hour. 
Welcome back to the Yoga Hour. I'm Ellen Grace O'Brien, and my guest today is Swami Atma Vijananda from Kriya Yoga uh, International. Their website is kriya.org. And in this last segment of the program, we're going to be talking about spiritual realization in action. Besides the emphasis on devotion, on divine love and dedication to God-realization and wisdom, the clarification of our powers of perception through study, the path of Kriya Yoga also encourages selfless action, action that is free from the taint of self-will or seeking personal reward. To act in the highest way requires self-discipline, and practitioners of yoga are advised to live a truthful, nonviolent, conscious life and to, to serve the one in all. Samji, let's take a look for a moment at, at what the Bhagavad Gita tells us about the right way to act. Uh, what is karma yoga and how is it consistent with the teachings of Kriya Yoga? Karma yoga means to perceive divinity in each and every action. If you look at our own life, if there is no breath, there can be no activity. To remember God in each breath and perform our actions is the right way to act. Whatever we do, it is we cannot do our own. If there is no breath, there is no power of God, then nothing can be done. This body is also active, alive and beautiful as long as there is breath. So not to forget the breath, and remember God in each breath and do all of our activities. That is the right act and that is the selfless action. In chapter 9, 27th verse, Lord Krishna is telling Arjuna, whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer as oblation to the sacred fire and whatever you bestow as a gift, whatever you do as penance, offer it all to me. That means, Every action you have to dedicate to God. That I am not the doer, but God is the real doer, and I am dedicating everything to God. So God is the doer, God is the enjoyer. And so Kriya Yoga, it teaches us that every action is performed by the power of God. And if I am the doer, I will get the result of my actions. But Kriya teaches us that God is the real doer. So we are free from the fruits of action. And this, whatever actions we are doing, this will become selfless action without any expectation or any reward. And Gita also teaches us to do selfless actions. And in Kriya practice, also we do everything for God in God consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it, this doing it with the awareness that God is our life. And without God, there is no life. And so that we are doing everything in God and uh, for God. And there's also um, a very helpful teaching in the Gita in the 18th chapter about understanding these qualities in nature and you know how they can affect our actions. Um, so you know if we understand this the quality of Thomas Guna, Rajas Guna, Sattva Guna, um, the we we can see how they they could affect um, action. So you know to be clinging um, to the sense of self and to results would have a tamasic quality. It would be um, you know a deadening quality to action and 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 then to be yearning for results, wanting it for oneself would have the quality of restlessness, Rajasguna. But when one is um, doing what they do as offering to God, um, letting go of any attachment to personal reward, they're letting go of the sense of self, then that is sattvic. Uh, quality. You know, we have been blessed in this path of Kriya Yoga to see um, beautiful examples of the right way to live and this dynamic balance of wisdom, love, and service in the masters of Kriya Yoga. Let's talk a little bit about them and, uh, you know, what we have observed. How would you say you have seen these qualities of love and wisdom and service in the masters of Kriya Yoga? Yeah, the 
all our masters of kriya yoga lineage they are the perfect example of love and service to human beings they have mastered their life and uh, they have attained self realization and then they have continued their service to human beings just as a selfless action which is the central teaching of bhagavad gita if you see parmans yogananand ji who came to west in 1920 and after that he just went to india once for a few months and then he spent his whole life here in the west to help millions of sincere seekers in the path of meditation my master parmans hariharanand ji also came to the west on behest of uh, mahavatar baba ji at the age of 67 you can imagine when most of our most of us get retired and then he lived in usa until his mahasamadhi in 2002 and our current uh, master in the our lineage paramans pragyananand ji has also been uh, tirelessly working almost 20 hours a day for last 17 years traveling teaching uh, throughout the world sharing his wisdom his unconditional love and through the teaching of uh, kriya yoga and also doing charitable activities serving human beings so there is a perfect balance we find in the lives of our masters whether it is parmans yogananand ji whether it is swami shri yukteswar ji even because both of them if you see they had started schools for their children for mm-hmm. the people who could not get education and on the same concept our current master he has started one uh, ashram uh, for the orphan children in india along with the uh, charitable activities for the uh, medical facilities where people cannot afford so why they are doing this it, it is a beautiful message from all our masters and that practice meditation attain self realization but don't be selfish your life is to serve others my master baba hariharanand ji used to say that my life is not for me but it is for you all so they are perfect example of uh, how to do selfless service and how to love the humanity and still be in this world because once they mm-hmm. have attained realization mm-hmm. there was no need for them to be in this mm-hmm. world they could have gone and uh, stayed maybe in the himalayan caves <laughs> yes this exactly is a perfect <laughs> a balance to see in their lives and this is a beautiful teaching for us it is and we, and we see also with this surrendered devotion to god with this realization and i see it in my own guru roy jean davis who is a direct disciple of uh, paramansa yogananda that same uh, of course dedication you know now he's 81 years old and we are blessed uh, this weekend he is uh, with us in San Jose at the center teaching and you know for over 60 years he has been traveling around the world writing and um meeting with books and encouraging students um in this in this practice and so you know we see that um wisdom and that love that becomes uh uh translated into service into direct service um that is for the good of all and it is just about time for us to conclude this morning so i want to finish with the divine promise that we see in the conclusion of the bhagavad gita the promise that wherever there is arjuna the seeking soul and lord krishna the divine self there will always be good fortune righteousness and victory And so uh Swami ji we have just one one minute for our conclusion do you want to say anything as we conclude about this promise as uh, lord krishna has promised kriya yoga also has a promise that kriya yoga is a scientific technique of meditation it gives immediate result it gives happy life good health better memory and peaceful mind the biggest promise it offers is self realization in one lifetime living in this mundane world while performing all of our duties and that is proven by most of our masters and hundreds of their disciples in our lineage and this is more suitable for the householders and that is kriya yoga which promises us thank you so much it's a beautiful way to express that promise yes swami 
i would say to all of our listeners that life is precious every moment one breath one life so not to uh, miss any breath remember god love god in every breath perform your duties this will give you constant liberation Thank you so much for that beautiful reminder and also of course the joy that we experience in in hearing and remembering the promise of the masters through the ages of spiritual awakening and spiritual awakening in this lifetime so that we remember that how precious this life is and to dedicate ourselves to realization it's been a joy to share this yoga hour with all of you this morning and uh swami atmavijananda ji i express um pranams and gratitude to you for being with us today thank you very um, much my pranams to all of you thank you please uh join us next week on the yoga hour i'll be meeting with special guest dr anantanand rambachan for the program awaken love and compassion through discovering the atman the true self for information about programs and events at cse uh visit csecenter.org and remember this weekend Roy Jean Davis direct disciple of Paramahansa Yogananda will be at CSE in San Jose and all are welcome to the programs with him I look forward to being with you next week as we continue this exploration of the Bhagavad Gita until then let your inner light shine into the world and remember to share your peace and your joy with everyone that you meet Thank you for tuning in to the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Reverend Ellen Grace O'Brien. Join us every Thursday morning at 10 Central, 8 a.m. Pacific for practical, purposeful methods for spiritually conscious living every day. The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by friends and members of the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose, California, a ministry in the tradition of Kriya Yoga, the ancient science of self and God realization. www.csecenter.org. Request free literature by writing info@csecenter.org. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you. But God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Reverend Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call in with your questions and spiritual challenges and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Reverend Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world.
Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.